You are listening to a Bible-based message from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. We invite you to join us Sundays at 10 a.m. at 330 South Market Street. We also encourage you to visit riverrockchurch.com for more information and resources. Now here is today's encouraging message from our guest speaker. You are listening to Elliot Weens. I've always wanted to preach up when there are candles behind me and just see if I lit on fire and what would happen. I always get the speak louder treatment from Chris because I always talk quietly because I don't want to talk in my coaching voice and be like, hey! And then all of a sudden we got all the wrestlers coming in here off the streets thinking the wrestling meets in here. They're confused, I'm confused. Uh, Yeah, this season uh, Chris has been talking a lot about joy. That's kind of the theme of what he's talking about. And so uh, he gave me the shepherds to talk about this week and we're just going to keep going through joy and what it looks like in the Christmas season, what it looks like to each of the characters involved in this this story of Jesus coming to the world. Um, before we do that, let's just open up in prayer. Dear Lord, we're really grateful to be here uh, before you, worshiping you. Uh, please help the words I say be yours and not my own. Um, well, thank you, Lord. In your name I pray, amen. So, they did the joy candle before because we're going to do the same verse. So get ready to hear a lot of the same verse today because we're going to talk about the shepherds. And it's a short verse, but it's got a lot in it. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens, and on earth peace to those on whom His favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all those who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they were told. One of the amazing things about this is who God chooses to tell. And, um, you know, and one of the things about this passage and, and this story this Christmas time is like Chris said a couple of weeks ago, it's tough to come up with something new. Because I'm sure we've all heard many of the same Christmas story over and over, but I haven't preached on Christmas, so I get to preach the thing, and it's not something I've preached before. So, <laughs> um, But when I looked at it from the angle of joy, I wanted to look at the fact that God chose the shepherds. And I think He chose them because they had an everyday joy. Um, <clears throat> uh, I wrote up there, what does it mean to be a shepherd? It means you work with sheep. And I always go to this. Has anybody here ever worked with sheep before? Yeah, Lenny? <laughs> Don't do that to Well, my dad used to ask that because there's always this farmer in our 
in our church that worked with sheep. This big dude, and, and he goes, anybody that worked with sheep? And the guy would raise his hand, and he goes, he goes, and what can you tell me about them? And he goes, they're dumb. <laughs> they're one of the dumbest animals you can deal with. And I worked on that man's farm growing up, and I can tell you that they smell terrible. They're very stupid, and they're just not fun to work with. And I don't know why that man raised sheep, you know? And so then you, you, as a shepherd, you work there all day. And you probably smell like the sheep. Um, I was very blessed to have our water heater <laughs> break down in our house this weekend. So I took a very cold shower this morning. and But I got to take a shower and I kind of like got out of there and I'm like, I feel clean still. And then you kind of realize, okay, these shepherds worked all day and all night. They lived with the sheep. And they didn't have a shower. So that would just marinate in. You know how you just kind of sit somewhere all day and you start to smell a little bit like it? Well, they smelled like sheep. Um, Some of the stuff I looked up about the shepherds too, as you see up there, is they're often like maybe the youngest sons without an inheritance, um, just working a job. They're um, being paid to raise somebody else's flock. And it's a very isolated life. So... Um, they'd often go out, they'd have to like recruit for a shepherd's job because it's somebody that needs a job and it's just there. Okay, you, That's what you get to do for your life. You're not going to really meet people. Um, not a lot of them, according to this, uh, according to the research I did, had like had families because they lived such an isolated life working for somebody else, doing somebody else's job. So it's a tough job to come to Every day, and raise an animal that's stupid. You know, it's not like it's a. It's not like you're hanging out with dogs all day, where they're just like fun to be around. You know, but you're hanging out with a sheep. And um, your life isn't really slavery, but it's not your own. You have somewhere else to go. Or you have. You don't have anywhere else to go. This is your trade. This is your life now. So that's who, that's who shepherds are. But, but why choose the shepherds? Who does God use? And also we want to look at how do you find joy in this life? What does joy look like to you every day? The verse again says, The shepherds were living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. Do not be afraid. I bring you joy. <laughs> I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. These are who God uses. God uses Mary and Joseph, who Chris has talked about. Really unexpected people. You know, just some girl and a carpenter that are going to be married. Um, I kind of looked at this story and compared it to some other stories, right? God uses two other shepherds in the Bible, David and Moses, right? Uh, David was a shepherd taking care of his sheep, right? He was the last son, probably was lacking in inheritance, just doing a job when God called him to go feed his brothers and all of a sudden he sees Goliath and he says, I'm going to step up. Um, Moses was working for his future father-in-law. 
right? He didn't have his own. He just was working for the sheep, right? God people uses people who <laughs> God uses people who are full of joy every day. And these people are full of joy in their situations. Because if you look at the life of all of these people, their joy was found in knowing God. For David, it was he was following God, he was worshiping God as a young boy, as a shepherd, right? And when he went to see his brothers, when he sees Goliath, it's easy for him to go step up to Goliath and want to fight Goliath. Because his faith, his joy is found in the Lord. Not in the satisfaction of his job. The same with Moses. You know, Moses had a bit of a battle with God. Right? But when God called him, he was ready because he found satisfaction in just knowing God. It's really interesting how God brings the biggest news to all of these people at like the strangest of times, too. They're just, it's literally like midnight. You know, they're just in there, they're half dozed off, maybe. Or David's just literally bringing food. Moses is just tending sheep when he sees the burning bush. But that's when God shows up. Is when you're finding joy in the daily work you do. <clears throat> One of the things they said was that as I was writing this was God always shows up to the unexpected and tells them, Don't be afraid. I'm about to give you way more than you can imagine handling. <clears throat> he does it again with like Gideon when he says hey, I want you to go lead an army, but there isn't an army. Yeah, I want you to make the army, and then I want you to trim it back down. Or with Saul, when he's on the road to go murder Christians, God shows up and says, you're going to be, you're going to follow me now. And his life changes instantaneously. Or Abraham, who's an old man, and he says, you're going to raise a nation. But I, I, can I even have children? God says, yep. Surprise. And everyone is unsure at a point, but they never shy from the responsibility. And they end full of joy from their choices. And one thing I noticed when I was writing is when David was a boy, when he was following God, he was full of joy. When David was a king who was trying to grow his kingdom and focused on ruling, was when he made his biggest mistakes. When Moses was following and looking for God in the wilderness, trying to follow, trying to do the right thing, he was full of joy in that situation. When he began to lead Israel and tried to make his own decision, when he tried to enter the promised land on his own strength, was when he lost the joy in his life. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom His favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen Him, they spread the word concerning what had 
and told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. So the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So again, first the angels are told, have no fear, and then the sky just lights up and there's angels singing around you. Okay, I'm not scared, you know. But then, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. See, when, we, when you see the TV shows, when you see the imitations of this, right? Uh, the shepherds come up nice and slow, and they walk in to the manger scene, and then the sweet music plays over, and it's a, it's a big drama of, oh, let's all stare at the baby and behold. But in reality, they've just been told they've seen the Savior of the world, and so they run in there, they see him, and they go, that baby's in a manger where everything eats out of, this room smells like the sheep I work with. That's the Messiah. We need to go tell everybody that this is happening. Because they're in a panic mode. They go, the Messiah is in a manger where animals are living. How, do we not, how are we not celebrating this with everyone? If, if God had gone to a king, I'm guessing Jesus would have been raised a little differently. But God came in a humble beginning because we didn't need a king to conquer the world with the sword, right? What Scripture says. No, they needed a sacrifice. A man that wanted to humble himself, to be like us, to work among us, to deal with the everyday life. And the shepherds returned... (laughs) Shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So everyday joy is never-ending joy. Because joy every day looks like showing up. Shepherds showed up to a job that they probably hated every day. They worked faithfully, consistently serving others. Serving other sheep, or serving other people's sheep. Taking care of other people's work. They were in the mountains with sheep at night. They were watching. They were on their own. It shows like it looks like doing your best work. I mean, there are days where I wake up or when I'm when I'm at school and I'm working and I'm barely awake after lunch. You know, I'm just like, okay, I just want to get through this day. We all want to hit snooze just to get through work. They're awake and aware of their surroundings. They're taking care of these sheep. And when the angel comes, they're shocked and scared, as you should be when you see something like that. But they know who it is. They know what it is. Right? They know it's God in it. They don't think, oh, because they're looking. They're following God in their everyday. If they weren't following God, they wouldn't have gone, oh, that is, that is God. This is the Messiah. They wouldn't have been Israelites. They would have been worshiping other gods. But they were waiting for God. It looks like sharing the good news. The shepherds immediately go out and tell everyone that will listen that they have just seen God. They tell them the conditions where God is. They're trying to change it. 
And then it's trusting God to be faithful. When you show up every day, when you do your best and you share the gospel, God's faithful. To the shepherds, it was getting to see Jesus. To Moses, who I talked about earlier, when he was faithful and he walked with God, he walked with God. When he lacked his faith, he didn't get to enter the promised land. He led Israel for all those years, but he didn't get to enter the promised land. And just like I said with David, and Mary and Joseph got to be the parents of Christ because they walked faithfully with God before they knew Jesus. Then's the biggest part of the story. Oh, no. I don't have anything. What do they do when they tell everybody? They go back to work. You know, they tell everybody that'll listen. And then they go right back to work. And they probably worked in those same fields until they died. But they probably never stopped sharing with Jesus what happened that night. When I was picturing this, I couldn't stop picturing that, that coffee shop that you walk into and there's six guys in there that have been in there for you know, 50 years. And they're all telling the same stories. And I imagine that's what it's like talking to these shepherds, right? You see them once in a while, and they're always at the same spot, but they're always talking about the same story. Hey, we got to see God. Okay, I'm sure you did. (laughs) And they might be crazy, right, to you, but the fact is that they were faithful with what God gave them, an opportunity to see Him. Are we that joyous that knowing the result of our labor? But being satisfied with knowing Jesus, is that enough? Is that enough for us? Does that bring you joy every day? Because to them, they worked all their life. They followed God. They followed the law, probably, right? And then when they saw God, when they saw Christ, and they told everyone about Him, that was enough to bring them joy to go back to work. Knowing God was enough to go to work for them. That's why they were faithful. But then when they went back to work, they were happy. They knew God. They had shared Him faithfully. They knew that the end result was being with God. We try and pull satisfaction out of work, out of money, out of all the things that you can get. I mean, Christmas is the poster child for just misused term, right? Just, oh, it's for the presents, you know. I don't want to give you that spiel that you hear every year and they'll go over on the news. But in reality, the joy of seeing Christ briefly was enough for them to go back to work full of joy and continue to share. Joy is an everyday thing. It's not a momentary feeling. It's an everyday hope that you know God And you're going to go be with Him. Again, joy comes from knowing God daily. Not from status, job. Not your money, not your relationships. The most satisfying joy for those shepherds came in one moment. The most satisfying joy for us comes in knowing God. Every day, serving Him with all your heart. Let's pray. Lord, I want to thank You so much for bringing us here. Um, bringing us joy that we walk with You daily and um, giving us the opportunity to serve You.
and I ask that you bless this church. Um, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve here and the wonderful people that serve in this church as well. And I ask that you bless them through the uh, fruit of their work. In your name I pray. Amen. Unfreeze. Good job, everybody. Let's take a few minutes. Good job. Whew. It is like a thousand degrees out here. No thanks to global warming. Again, global warming and hot flashes, two totally different things. I'm starving. Can we please take a snack break already? You ate a whole bag of cheese puffs 15 minutes ago, Jim. And? Marty, we've been at this day and night for a week. We're exhausted. Besides, it's not really a live nativity. We have stuffed animals. Look, everyone, we make do with what we've got. This is our last performance of the Nativity, and we have been entrusted with this esteemed honor. Esteemed honor of carrying out a 103-year-old tradition by the oldest church in Corncatcher County. We got you. Yeah, we got your little pep talk about 10 pep talks ago. Amen to that. Can anybody okay. even see no, me no, back get, here? No, okay, okay, okay. No, get you down. Okay, okay. Good oh, I've got hay fever, Marty. Do you know what irritates hay fever, Marty? Hay. Sorry about that, Bob. I tried to find hypoallergenic hay, but the men at the feed store just laughed at me. Why am I in the bag? Did I mention I was a stand-in on an episode of Touched by an Angel? Highway to Heaven trumps Touched by an Angel every time, sister. Apparently you've never seen an episode of Charlie's Angels. It's not the same thing, Bob. I'm smelling an undertone of a hazelnut. Uh, no, wait. Yo, yep, definitely hazelnut. I think it's plastic. Look, Marty, none of us signed up for this. You signed up for this. Literally, you all signed up for this. My wife signed me up for this. I'm out. I signed up to play Mary. And nobody would believe that. Whatever happened to making do with what you got, Marty? Let's go, guys. These Applebee's coupons don't use themselves. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. No, 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 no. I want my baby back. It's not the same restaurant. I was buy one, get one. Okay, you listen, out of line. No, I'm not in a line. No, no, no. I'm no, trying to put on a show. No, 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 don't come in here like that. What right? I know, right? He's got a deal. He had a plan and a move, and you're trying to tell us you're not in charge of the whole world. That's not the way this works. We, no, no, that's not the truth. And you know it. My friend was just going to try to help us. He's trying to be a good steward and helping us, and you're jumping in on all of this. Oh, look at you. So tiny and peaceful and perfect. A lot like baby Jesus. He deserved so much more. But this was God's plan. God gave him a mommy to take care of him. He chose shepherds to tell everyone. Wise men came and visited him. God even gave him an earthly daddy. A lot of imperfect people. But God always makes do with what he's got. And that perfect little baby grew up and saved us all. He showed us what real love looks like. A love that cost him 
everything. I just adore him. Thanks for listening. It would be great if you would let us know how you were encouraged by this message. We invite you to visit River Rock Church 10 a.m. Sundays at 330 South Market Street in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. You can connect with us, find more messages to listen to, and get resources to help you grow in your faith at riverrockchurch.com.